0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: A player I just touched on, Jerry Sneed. That tag has been placed. It's official on Monday. When that deadline strikes at uh 4 p.m eastern time but the chiefs are kind of giving him some flexibility right they're allowing him and his representation to seek out a trade while communicating with them on a potential extension who knows what's going to happen the chiefs aren't going to make a deal just to make a deal for legerious need i think worst case he plays here on the one year Best case, we get him an extension and somewhere in the middle there, we get some draft capital back in a trade if we don't have Lejarius Sneed um, long-term. Evan brought up something in our roundtable that I think is being overlooked in the whole Legereus Sneed situation, and I think it's his age coming out of his rookie contract. He's 27 years old. Typically, you're seeing players, especially at his position, we in their rookie deal at 24 25 and we know that there's a performance drop off for corners typically around age 30 so you know really how long term of a deal can you place on a cornerback his age i'm not entirely sure someone's gonna pay it right that price tag is gonna be is is justified don't get me wrong for what he's done up to this point um but you just got to worry about the back end of those deals and in my mind, that's a situation Beach just hasn't put himself into, um, kind of what we discussed in that last piece. But what are your thoughts, kind of, on this? Like, what what would you expect for a return if we get a trade, uh, a trade going? I don't see him going to the AFC, but um, maybe somewhere in the NFC, someone's looking for him.
2: Yeah, I, I could I could honestly see him going to AFC. uh bottom tier team, mm. you know, a, a team that you know needs a piece and's willing to give up a lot for it um, what that team is. I don't know. You know, I, I can maybe even see maybe up to like an Indianapolis, um, somebody that's willing to, to shell out some deals to, to be able <laughs> to make something happen. bottom of the standings up. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, um, I, I got two thoughts here as far as the uh, Jerry Sneed. obviously I'm in I'm in camp Sneed. you know, I want, I want to keep him on the team. Um, I think the age thing, I hadn't thought about that either until Evan brought that up. But the thing there for me is when you look at guys that peak at cornerback, it usually happens around the age of 25. And I don't know this for a fact. I'm just talking from, you know, thinking back to for, for years. Um, I, I think there's maybe one or two guys. Darrell Rivas is probably um, outside of that. He, he was definitely probably 28, 29 when he was peaking. Um, but. I don't, I think there's just a shift in where his game came in. Whereas it came for LeJarius Sneed at 27, where Xavier Howard came at 24, 25, right? And we've already seen that cliff on on Howard compared to what he did two or three years ago. So I'm not, that doesn't really affect my decision making. Brett Veach, you know, obviously that's a game changer for him. I'm okay with three years. You know, pay what we'll, we'll have. the Jerry Sneed for for until he's thirty years old. I'm a, I'm a, I'm alright with that. We've seen him be a role player. He's not always the number one cornerback on the edge. He can play the slot well. It's where he started out playing great ball for the Chiefs. So if we have another young guy that comes in, that we could have McDuffie at the one, another young guy at the two. Maybe that's Connor. And Jerry Sneed is in there at the slot. He's got the tight ends. He's got those those shifty slot receivers, whatever it may be. Um, I I like that situation as well one thing I don't see going well for Snead staying in Kansas City is all the young talent that we have the depth that we have in the secondary is unmatched and it just seems like you know uh, Spags and Andy Reid and Brett Veach just keep bringing these young guys in on defense and just creating these monsters on defense and LeJarius Snead was one of them Right. They just keep turning over these guys that are phenomenal football players and putting them in situations where they're going to win. You know, McDuffie is going to be probably a first team all pro next year. Brian Cook had a chance yeah. to be, at, you know, a top 10 safety. You know, Justin Reed is obviously a stud and a leader at that. And so you look at these other guys, you know, uh uh, Watson and Connor, you you know, there's depth in the secondary. And I think that doesn't go for, for, uh, for, uh, for, for Snead there. So I think that's the only thing really holding us back and, and uh, along with, you know, having to pay the price tag. Um, that's, that's a big deal as well. So, um, I, I could see something getting worked out. With somebody for some draft capital, for sure. You know, I, I it's obvious that the Chiefs are already working uh, pretty hot and heavy at the front office trying to make some some moves early on. You know, what we witnessed last year was it felt like the Chiefs waited until June or July to start, to start getting after it, outside of the draft, right? We had a good draft. But it, it felt like free agency was so dead for the Chiefs last year. And then we're all kind of sitting around like, hold on. The chiefs didn't do anything this year. Like what's, what's the move going into the year. Right. So um, I don't know if that was recognized as a failure last year. And now we're starting off things hot and heavy or it's just situational where, you know, every off season is different. You know, that, that, that's a factor as well. So uh, but it's obvious that the chiefs are, are moving quickly this off season and they plan to be prepared for the draft and have, the veteran status on the team kind of hammered out before the draft.
1: No, that's, I mean, that's a hundred percent true with last offseason, right? We signed Jawan Taylor to that big deal and it was crickets until like late May or so after the draft, when we got a on his contract and then we slowly brought tranquil in and, and Mike Edwards. And then Donovan Smith was like signed in training camp. So, you know, a lot of our big contributors we got later on, at least contributors for this run. So I don't know that it's a failure because we were hoisting a Lombardi at the end of the day. But I definitely think from a fan's perspective, like you and I, we want to see some more action. We want to see some more, I don't know, maybe aggressive moves kind of in free agency as we get to that point. Chris Jones was holding out the entire offseason. No one knew what the hell was going to go on with that. Um, So there was a lot of unanswered questions going into training camp. I think you and I can both agree that uh, we don't want that to be the case again, kind of going into this year's training camp. Um, So definitely something to monitor. And and I'm excited for next week and the following because that's when, you know, really free agency is going to start getting kicked up. Players are going to start getting cut. Um, You're going to start seeing more faces and names available once we get to that point where players are signing those contracts during that tampering window early, not next week, but the following week. So it's going to be a lot of fun to, to watch that whole deal play out.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,